Welcome to Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz, and tonight, Bayheim's Army defeats Always a Brave 69-54, led by Chris McCullough, 19 points, 7-11 shooting, 7 rebounds, 2 blocks, 12 points in the first half, 7 points down the stretch of the game. He won the game winner on the final line. He just had it going on in the first half. He was taking advantage of the Always a Brave guys who were a little bit older. They couldn't stay with him. He got shots from the outside, inside, easy buckets. He really didn't miss that much, as you see, 7 of 11. He had a tough shot towards the end of the game, which is pretty much a fadeaway, Akeem Olajuwon style. I haven't seen a lot of guys do that in this tournament. Another guy that was impactful was Eric Diebendorf. I talked about him being a secondary guy at this point because of his age, but they talked about on the broadcast how he still got that fire and leadership. He definitely had it tonight. He had it coming in, hit a couple buckets, a couple drives, hit a clutch shot in the second half where Always a Brave was making a run. He's important. You know, in the first couple of games he hadn't been, he talked about he'll take a step back. But tonight, I think he stepped up, and that's why I think they won. This team plays man-to-man more than they play zone. I like it. I've been always talking about that on the Dome Dog Podcast, the regular Syracuse team, because they play man-to-man. And, yes, these guys are older. Yes, these guys are not all from Syracuse. But clearly, they can play man-to-man. I could see that. So, you think Bayheim could maybe adopt Bayheim's army style of play once in a while? Probably not. Masking a little too much there. But... Anyways, it was a fun game to watch because a lot of plays. Andrew White got in the game. He had a couple of three-pointers. Uh, CJ Fair came in. He's always making the right plays. He had an unfortunate play where he missed the dunk. I think that was just totally unlucky. Lydon had a couple plays where he screen and roll. Looks like the team's clicking together. I'm liking the way it's going. The first game was like white-knuckling a little bit. Second game, too. This game, pretty much Syracuse had, or Bayhams already had the control the whole time. I really like what Jeremy Pope, the head coach of Bayhams Army, did. In the first half, he stayed with the guys who were playing the best. He didn't go back to his main guys of Kane, Kennedy, and Rice, who have been TBT veterans, guys that won championships. He went with the guys who were playing the best. Devo, obviously McCullough. You, know, you saw C.J. Farragut in there. Andrew White was in there. He mixed and matched it, and he talked about that in that Twitter clip that I've been referring to. I'm going to find that Twitter clip and post it on the Facebook page because I just think it's, it's true. I'm not married to a certain system or... A different player could step up every game. That's what happened today. Has Bayheim's army found maybe their main guy, McCullough, because he creates such a matchup problem at six foot ten. He can shoot from the outside. He's pretty quick. He can drive. He can post guys up. He can rebound. He may be the the guy going forward. I really like how Sykes has played. In the first game he played okay. Tonight he played really well. Played better than than Rice, as I've talked about, and I think Sykes really has a more calming part to him than maybe Rice does. Rice, he wants to score a little bit more. I think Sykes can distribute a little bit more. So it'll be interesting going forward what they'll do. The team they're going to play on Saturday is Golden Eagles, which is a Marquette alumni team. Obviously, Syracuse and Marquette have had some battles over the years. 2011, Marquette knocks out Syracuse as the 11th seed over a 3 seed. That was a disappointing loss. But a few years later, Syracuse defeats Marquette to get into the Final Four. Similar situation here. They need to beat Marquette to get into the Final Four or Marquette-type team. Travis Diener is one of the guys you may recognize. He played for them for a while. He was a three-point shooter. I think if Bayheim's Army stakes the man-to-man, it should be a problem. Defense intensity is fun to watch. And like I said, I like Devo getting in there. I think he brings that intensity and that leadership that they kind of need. This is Bayheim's Army's seventh season in the TBT they've always kind of been on the brink 
As I said before, Dievendorf has kind of been the main guy. Now they add some more pieces. Looks like they've got good chemistry on this team. The coach is willing to adjust. I think they've got high confidence after this game, beating Always a Brave in Peoria, which is pretty much a home game for Always a Brave. Quieting the crowd. Passing, cutting, moving, rebounding, playing tenacious D. I, I like their chances going into this weekend. So the game's on Saturday at 2 p.m. on ESPN. Catch it. That's all I really got for the Dome Dot Podcast tonight. I just want to do a quick recap of the game. More news breaks in the next couple of days. Maybe I'll do something else. But for now, that's all I got. The Dome Dog Podcast is brought to you by Mike's Camping Trips. Don't look on that crap app because Mike will build you a killer map. Promo code, pitch a tent.